We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Spit it. They got nothing to lose. Nothing They'll lose. be running trick plays. They'll be running reverses. They can do whatever they got to do to stay in this football game. All the pressure is on us. All of it. We've... Green Bay has to play us on a short week. As you just mentioned, Joe, we're off had three weeks off. No excuses on that. There's no excuses on, on why we shouldn't win this football game. Well, okay. This is an excuse. But this team has had two years in a row, it feels like, of weather games, rain games. There's a rain game coming on Saturday. I don't know how much. I don't know how uh, impactful it's going to be. But I'm going to say this this morning. At Monday at 7 o'clock, I don't give a damn if it's the middle of El Nino, the Niners have no excuses to yep. go out and run the ball down their throat. Yep. Run it down the 28th ranked rush defense's throat. And I want to see George Kittle and CMC and a healthy dose of Debo and Elijah Mitchell in that backfield running it down their throat. That's what needs to happen. I'm, so, I'm just so no, fired up. No, no, I am fired up I'm for this so game. Pumped. No, I'm fired up for this Packers. game, too. I can't. I cannot wait. I, and look, we didn't talk about the Packers all last week. We were thinking Philadelphia. We were thinking the Rams. And, you know, Spinoni and I were spitballing Friday. We were spitballing. Boy, we want to stay away from the Rams. We want to stay away from the Rams. By the fourth quarter of that game last night with Detroit and LA, I'm thinking, you know what? I want the Rams because they so they're hurt. so banged yeah. up. Puka Nakuya is banged up. Matthew Stafford's banged up. You know, Kyrie Williams is banged up. He had a big rap on his head by the end of the game. You're the 49ers. It shouldn't matter who we play at home. It really shouldn't. You've been the top team in the NFC all season long, but you got to go out there and prove it on Saturday as you're listening to 95.7 The Game. KGMZ FM and AC1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app in favor of 95.7 The Game for the best and most up-to-date sports coverage. And do not forget... You can also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log out of search 9570 game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. The smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online process, op- application process, excuse me. Shout out to the Comcast Business Sex Line here on the Monster Monday. Brought to you by First 5 California to learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress. Go to first5california.com. But when I look at the Niners, Shasky, hmm. you say there's no excuses. Whether it's El Nino, whether it's <laughs> raining, whether it's snowing. Yeah, I don't care what the weather looks like. I look at what John Lynch has done. And Adam Peters is moving on to the Commanders. We know that. John Lynch has done everything to put this team in a position to win a Super Bowl. We need a defensive line help. He went out there and traded for Randy Gregory. Well, you know what? That wasn't enough. So he goes out there and trades for Chase Young while sniffing around for Montez Sweat, sniffing around for J.C. Johnson out in Chicago, their corner. He's done everything. He's brought in Logan Ryan. He tried to bring back Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett gets hurt in practice. I mean, that, you know? How horrible was that? It was terrible. It was terrible. They worked out, uh, who's my guy from the uh, Chargers? Craig Hayward. They worked him out last week. John Lynch has done everything. To solidify this, Casey Hayward, excuse me. They've done everything they can to 
boost this roster and get the maximum talent in this building. So there are no excuses for Nick Bosa. There's no excuses for Javon Hargrave. Eric Armstead practiced last week. You got Chase Young. You want to go get paid? Yeah. Well, it would be a great time to dominate because that Packers offensive line did not let Jordan Love get touched last uh, yesterday against the Cowboys. This defensive line needs to show up on, to me, every game moving I forward. Totally it's agree. about the four, front four. Well, it's about this defensive line moving forward for me. I mean, Bonte, we started this year off with a Nick Bosa holdout. You know who I'm looking at? I'm looking at Nick freaking Bosa because yeah. I watched that 2022 because I don't know if you were watching in the morning, but they didn't have a morning game because of the weather. Yeah, they're showing Bengals Chiefs. So they're showing Bengals Chiefs last year. You know who showed up last year in that game? Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Single-handedly dominating that game down the stretch. Shows up all the time. He did it in the Super Bowl. So, Nick Bosa, you want to hold out? You can erase the entire year. I don't care what you do in the regular season. You are now being judged by what you do in yep. the playoffs. He's yep. very similar to what the Warriors did. Hey, we're a 16-game team. Remember they used to say yep. that? It's yep. all about the playoffs. I'm looking at Nick Bosa. And, for, and look, the, the regular season accolades are great. You've won Defensive Player of the Year. You know what's holding you back right now? You need to have that signature game. Right. And he's had moments, well, but he hasn't had games. Well, we all remember what happened last postseason. Thank you. He didn't have one sack. Thank Not you. Not one sack. Thank you. It's all about, to me, it starts up front. The offensive line's got to hold off the Green Bay Packers. They're coming. They played well yesterday against attack. Control rushes. Contained very well. They had eyes on C.D. Lamb. They took him out of the game. And that's the beauty of the Niners' offense, where you can't just lock in on Devo. No. You can't just lock in on Brandon Ayuk. You can't just lock in on George Kittle. Yeah. And you do have Christian McCaffrey. And that could be the big difference offensively. You got Christian McCaffrey. Who's going to defend him? What are you, Where is your eyes going to be at here? So offensively, I do feel like the Niners are going to be able to do whatever the hell they want to do against that Green Bay's defense. Although Jair Alexander, he concerns me. Well, he did. He left the game. I don't know if he returned. He had the ankle injury. He was fine. He was talking. He, he was running. Well, yeah, I watched him run back to the locker okay. room. He was talking. But he's a problem. He is a problem. He's a problem. Darnell Savage, a damn good safety. They are a team that's very opportunistic, and I fear Kenny Clark. He's a he's He's a big yep. game wrecker in the middle of that defensive line. You know, B, I, I think I think when I look at their team, the area most people are going to say Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. You know what? I really I really worry about their wide receiver core. They're fast. I think they're very underrated. Dude, they're young, fast, athletic. They Christian Watson, the ball. they high point the ball. Dobbs is good. Uh, Reed is good. Christian Watson just came back. He's going to be healthier by next week. But let me make the argument for the Niners, though. They did have a guy this year who, although we criticized a lot, he had the most interceptions he's ever had in his career. I believe he led the NFC, and that's Charvarius Ward. Yeah, he made second team all pro. I mean, and, and then I look at Diomino Lenore, and if you've watched the Niners week in, week out, he's been great in like 12 or 13 yep. of the games. Great. Not good. Great. And the Niners have seven all pros. Right? All pros. Now, There's no excuse to lose this football game. Again, if they lost this game, it'd be the biggest disappointment since 1987. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close to me. I mean, I, I, yeah. Not even close. You're 10-point favorites. Be You've been the best team in the NFL well, since the bye week. You know what it would remind me of? What's that? When the Giants lost to the Marlins and they went wire to wire in 2003. Yeah, that's a good And call. then just got blown, the doors blown four, off yeah, four them in three games. Four-game series. I know, but yeah. I'm saying three, the three games oh, that yeah, they yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and Jose Cruz Jr. dropping the ball down the line. Well, like, the, the Giants should have won out. that series. J.T. Stoke should have uh, thrown out. So, uh, thrown out at the plate. Look, the Niners, and again, to me, the key to the game, and we'll have Baldy on tomorrow to talk about it. We'll have Ahmed Farid on at 8.30. Baldy's going to be so fired up. Fired up. It's all about Nick Bosa, number 97. Yes. 
It's all about Javon Hargrave. who just paid you all that money. Number 98. Number 91, Eric Armstead. 92, Chase Young, because Cleve Farrell, I don't believe, is going to play in his football Dude, that's game. That's a big loss. Very underrated loss. Number five, Randy Gregory. What are you guys doing up front? The slowdown Aaron yeah. Jones and the slowdown Jordan Love. They have to get to the quarterback. They have to press to Jordan Love. you got to make him uncomfortable. He was so comfortable yesterday be- in Jerry's world. The play-action game where he turns his back and then is able to step into his throws, the guy's got great touch. Playing the 17 on six days it's, rest. Come on. I know. Let's dominate and get At to the home. NFC Championship. At home. And you didn't even play Week 18. Oh, and you know what's back. You know what's back, Shasky. What's that? The Red Paint in the I end know, zone. I know. I got goosebumps. The Red Paint in the end zone's back. You know what they need to do? And I know they, they stopped doing it, I believe, in 1992. It says 49ers in both end zones. Put San Francisco in, in one. the other one. Yes. Yeah. With the saloon fall. Yeah. The old law yes. San Francisco. Yes. Probably won't do it. And I want the old. Stop with the SF at. at, at yeah, me, I want the helmet. Me too. I want the helmet. Thank Always you. like the helmet. And I, the best part about the red end zones is that they also put the blue NFC, NFC logo and all in there. It's that. very like, it underrated. Just, it pops. It very just underrated. pops. So we got Niners and Packers. Oh, I can't wait. What's your early impressions on this football game? 888-957-9570. We also got Warriors and Grizzlies today. Draymond Green makes his return. We got playoff football. We got hoops. We got it all for you here on this special holiday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. That's all coming up. And it's brought to you by nobody. How about this, yeah. I'm off. I'm out. I'm out. This is Steve Kerr, and you're listening to The Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game. Where is Rudy in Riverside? I'm out. <laughs> Rudy in Riverside, I am looking for you. Why? He's the one Rams fan who calls his show all the time. Oh, is he Ra- Ramilia? Ram family no, for life? No, he, he just calls. I don't know if that's him. Oh, that's him too? Okay. All right. So he's the lone Rams fan. He's the lone Rams fan. Uh. And last week, all I heard, oh, my God, you don't want to play the Rams. Oh, my God, the Rams are such a threat to the Niners. Oh, my God, you don't want to play McVay. And I started drinking that rat poison. And I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, by the end of the show Friday, I'm telling Spadoni. I'm telling Spadoni, you know what? Screw the Rams. Give me the Rams. Give me McVay. We owe his ass something. We owe the Rams something. We're not fear the Rams, the L.A. Rams. All that talk about them. Oh, my God, they're so hot. When they're beating up on the likes of the Arizona Cardinals. When they're beating up on the likes of the New York Giants and the New Orleans Saints. Screw the Rams. Where is Rudy at Riverside? All that chirping coming from that one load. The Rams got no fans whatsoever. No fans. We're supposed to fear them coming to Levi Stadium? Sean McVay and the L.A. Rams? Come on, man. Stop it. Has anyone seen Aaron Donald? Where's he at? No impact yesterday. We may have seen the best of him. I mean, He, he was I, neutralized. I thought I was watching one of the greatest players of all time in terms of defensive impact, and he did for, for a couple of seasons. I mean, well, for a, a for bunch a of seasons. Time, yeah. But to put him in the same breath as Lawrence Taylor, I think that was premature. Not by us. I'm just saying by people that would that were saying that. Like Lawrence Taylor... From day one till the end was that dude. Reggie White, Derek Thomas, Bruce Smith, Ward Sapp. But Aaron Donald is a legend. He's a legend who did nothing yesterday. Did nada. I thought he was a lot older. I thought he was like 35, like around He's only 32. 
thought he was a lot older than that. He I know a lot of wear and tear, a lot of miles on there, but kind of surprising. He needs help. He needs help. They need to reboot that defensive line. McVay said after the game that he's reinvigorated due to this team and all the youngsters. So they'll be around next season. <laughs> but today, they clean out their lockers. <laughs> I lost. I'm out. I'm out. I, I no. will say this, though. Uh, Puka getting more yards than DK Metcalf in a playoff game for a rookie wide oh receiver. Oh, my gosh. That was incredible. That was incredible. That guy is incredible. You know what else is incredible? The, the, the guru drops because he has to, he, he better wear it today. Like, no, like, I love you, goo. But if you're going to talk all that talk like you do about the Cowboys, you better you better come in. People want their pound of flesh today. RJ Shahad, 105.3 to fans. I want my pound of flesh. What was your feeling of silence, <laughs> stun, shock, and for how long yesterday, and has it worn off? You know, there was a couple of, like, uh, moments in that game where it was like, all right, yeah, you know, they'll, they'll wake up eventually. And that pick six... I, I and I don't you know I don't like and Sarah Sarah gets so mad at me because I have zero emotion when I'm watching sports like I don't like make noise these guys maybe at a Tennessee game every now and then but like I'm just basically just watching and I'm very focused and I'm like I don't want to upset the when that interception happened like I screamed out like you've got to be oh my god oh my god you got to be kidding me like it was it's just, what what else what else do I have to expect what else do we have to go through. It's what it is. It's it's what else. Never nothing surprises me anymore with the things. So you know the nothing surprises. I, I want to stop right here. <laughs> Prejudice. If you say that word, you know uh, if you discriminate, it, it's a negative. Well, I do when it comes to sports. Okay, and I admit it. I admit it. If you're Mister. I watch the game with no emotions. You're not one of my homies. I'm going to be real with you. When I watch the game, I am losing my mind. Now, there are levels to it. Like, we don't go crazy over preseason games and stuff like that. But, like, I watch the game with zero emotion. Nothing drives me crazier than fake no. fan telling me they watch the game with zero emotion. No, now, let me tell you how I watch a game. And there's emotion. But I'm not going to watch the game every single play going crazy. No, but I've also watched back. you punch, you know, like yeah. a, a piece well. of, of of shelving here at work for a regular season week well. three Lions Niner game well, where a, Jimmy G threw a negated interception pick six to lose the, the game. It was late in the fourth quarter. Sex, so <laughs> Mr. that's when you show I it. I show no emotion. Yeah, but for the first half, I like to relax and chill a little bit. And, it's a playoff you know, game. Anti, but no, yeah. He, I, Give me a break. I don't, I don't believe that he doesn't watch the game with no emotions. That like, oh, yeah, I don't care. I watch the you game care. like I'm watching television. Listen, like, Shut up. Listen, I had to do the post-game show last Tuesday night oh against the Pelicans. You were coming at Festus. I was hot. All right? Festus, they got to contest some shots. <laughs> they got like, 46 damn. points in the first quarter. Everybody got a little butcher in them. <laughs> no, everybody's got a little bate in them. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't just butch, buddy. No, no, seriously. <laughs> the panic meter, by the way, needs to be updated. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Pre-soda diet? Yes. No, I like the pre-soda diet. Michelle said it better. She's like, your face looks so much more No, no, I like yeah. Ash like showing it. Pre-soda. No, it, it make me feel good. Pre-soda diet. <laughs> People are like, that was pre-soda diet. Why are you doing Bontero? No, I like feel it. Me? I like it. Especially because it looks like you're sweating in oh, all four what, of the pictures. Why well, I was sweating. It's a lot of grease. <laughs> the meat sweating. sweats. The meat sweats. The Gabagool sweats. <laughs> you give up 75 points in the first quarter, first half, and you're thinking, what the hell am I going to talk about in the post-game show? Uh, How am I going to dress this up? Come on, man. Uh, by the way, your chance to win an autographed Chris McCaffrey jersey starts tomorrow. What? 
A Listen CMC the autographed Here. jersey? I'm seeing it in the background Here, there. I want you to read this, and I'm going to get the jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read okay, that okay. right what there at the top. Uh, uh, this, is, this is called teamwork. All right. So your chance to win an autographed Christian McCaffrey jersey, it starts tomorrow. I don't know if you know this. You want to listen to the keywords between 7.30 and 8.30. That's the sweet spot. 7.30 and 8.30. And all you have to do is text the word 20357, and you'll qualify. 20357. So you're going to have to be watching on YouTube. We're going to be doing this all week, okay, between 7.30 and 8.30. And you can listen in between 12.30 and 1.30. And 4.30 and 5.30, and you can win. So right in the sweet spot of every single show. And yeah, you can qualify once for each show. So if you listen to us, and you also listen to, hopefully, listen to you know Steiny and Goo and Willard and Dibs, you have 12 chances to qualify all week. 7.30 and 8.30, 12.30 and 1.30, 4.30 and 5.30. And you're going to text 20357. We're going to put up the word like we've been doing. And whatever that word is, it could be like this one, like... Cap, as in Bonte's big cap, that he doesn't get emotional during games. No, I never said I don't get emotional. I just pick and choose my spots. You know, you can't do that it all game with. long. That you got to pick and choose your spots. And I've learned over I'm time. having a meltdown. <laughs> over time, <laughs> I do have meltdowns. I'll tell you this right now. I do have meltdowns during games. If Brock Purdy pulls <laughs> a Dak Prescott. Oh, and we will all have a meltdown. Don't even put that out there. No, I know. Here. I know. I'm just no, saying. Because like, trust me. Christmas Day was hard for me. Oh. Watching Lamar cook oh. us like that, and Brock Purdy, let's be real. He should have thrown seven interceptions that day. Ooh, this is the ghost of I mean, Trey Lance. I mean, it was the first time I said, damn, Jimmy O'Neal back. And I love how everybody, whenever Dak throws a pick, whatever. <laughs> what's so great about Jimmy Garoppolo, it, we'll, we'll never forget him. And I'm not trying to throw dirt on Jimmy Garoppolo's name. But whenever a quarterback throws a pick, like Joe Flacco's throwing pick sixes, oh, everybody's got some Jimmy G in them. How is he, how has he become the poster child for interception? There's been a lot worse quarterbacks than Jimmy Garoppolo. Nathan Peterman. Yeah, but none, none has been filed under winner guy when right. reality was <laughs> he was not winner guy. Now, they won games. And they helped win They didn't games. win games despite him, <laughs> but I feel like we did disproportionately elevate his entire oh, career man. because the team was so good. Oh, man. Not that he wasn't good. See, that's the nuance. The like, face he of the was no good. Throw. Jimmy G's become the face of the old no throws. The Jimmy no throws. I should get royalties for that. I honestly should. How about Dak Prescott yesterday? Listen to this one. Mike McCarthy on the hot seat. We know Mike McCarthy's gone. Like, I saw so many memes. There's the baby boy meme with Vic Reeves when he was in the kitchen. <laughs> Butt-ass naked. <laughs> Looking out. back. And Tyrus is like, this dude's cooking breakfast naked. And that was Belichick in Mike McCarthy's oh kitchen. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Belichick's face. Well, my favorite one was when uh, they, they show, they're like, who's Bill going to hire his office coordinator? And it was his Labrador from the, uh, from the, <laughs> from the draft. The draft. <laughs> yeah. And they said the lab oh. is a better play caller oh. than Mike McCarthy. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> man. Kenny Caraway, ESPN 1320. Oh. When Jerry's looking back at his suite, it's like 20 to nothing. Oh. And he's like, you get Bill on the phone yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there are, there are some um, not for not suitable for work memes that oh. are out there regarding Jerry Jones. Oh my gosh! And let's just say they they walk right up to the line and then go blowing past it. Spadoni's got his hand well, in his face. One, there are I, some bad you know ones. What? It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I know. We all have a dream. <laughs> we all had a dream that the Cowboys would get routed by the Packers, and it actually happened. We had a dream. But they said, 
I don't even know if I should say this. Maybe you hate me. You may have to tell it. <laughs> they said Cherry Tales hadn't been this bad since the Civil War. In my life, I, I need this laughter. Come on, man. Come I, on. I saw so many things. Oh. I said, oh, my gosh. It couldn't happen to a better person. <laughs> Listen, they will never, ever win with Cherry Jones as an owner. They will never, ever Monte, win. They've gone 30 years, and they can't get to the, to the title game. It's crazy. They had two home games back then. It's crazy. And did you hear Aiden Hutchinson after their live day interview? Aiden Hutchinson, Amarase Brown, and Jared Koff. Aiden said, we actually wanted the Cowboys again. They wanted to go to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Dak Prescott. Oh, let's listen to Dak. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back after the game. Yeah, he's been amazing. I don't know how they can be, but I understand the business. In, in that case, it should be about me as well, honestly. I mean, that, that guy, I've had the season that I've had because of him. We, this team has had the success that they've had because of him. And understand it's about winning the Super Bowl. And that, that's the standard of the league and damn sure the standard of this place. So I get it, but add me to the list in that case. Oh, you're on the list. You don't need to say it, Dak. You're on the list. <laughs> Are they the most Fugazi team in sports? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Franchise, franchise. Oh, absolutely. For all the hype they receive. Right. Every single year. It's Cowboys, 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 America's team. First take, undisputed. All these people just lead off the Cowboys. And I'm so sick of it. They haven't been to a title game since 95. Is the fakest of the Fugazi Cowboy franchise, the fakest part of it, is it the Skip Bayless part of it? Because I'm going to be real with you. Skip Bayless, like, it's so not even funny. It yeah. hasn't been funny forever. Well, Him doing the videos and stomping and fake. Dog, give it up. Well, he's sad. Well, and when you look at Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith video, for example, when Stephen A. Smith said, I told y'all to be patient. Just be patient when it comes to the Cowboys. What a week for Stephen A. What a week, right? And then you look at Skip, and he's like faking, and he's got the trash can. He's trying to open it. I was like, it's not even funny. Him no. struggling with the automatic lid right. on the trash can. The way he unfolds every That's shirt to like, display it. It's like, yeah, it, it's sad, dude. Just just give it a rest. He's a away. sociopath, right? I I guess. When you yeah, follow absolutely. zero people on social media, you're a sociopath, right? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, that's just on his his main account. You know, he's got burners that he's probably following all sorts of people. Well, on. if I was him, I wouldn't I wouldn't follow anybody either. The stuff that gets written to him, boy, boy, oh boy, and he doesn't reply to people. That's the weakest part. He doesn't even reply. He just tweets. 
He doesn't reply to nobody. Like, are, do you even have any friends? I don't like, know. when Shannon Sharp said that him and Skip barely talk before shows, they would just say, hey, what's up, what's up? That was lame. Well, Lebetard had talked about how Skip would be like sitting in the back room when they were filling in on Pardon the Interruption, and uh, he would be like, I don't want to know any of your sports opinions because I want to win the argument. So like they would give him the topics, and, and he, he didn't want to know anything because he wanted to have fresh material. And the, yeah. I don't know. I think the guy's completely insane. Yeah, and I think insane. I feel bad for his poor wife. But, but Stephen A., Stephen A., Ernestine, Stephen A., what do you said? What do you? <laughs> That's not her real name. <laughs> Ernest. Yes, it is. No way. <laughs> the Jerry Jones. America yes. cannot be producing too many like <laughs> modern Ernestines. Gertrude. Dude, the Jerry Jones jokes on Martin Luther King. They're just incredible. Day. They are incredible. And they're so out of bounds. Absolutely incredible. So out of bounds. I'm and not going to lie, though. If they paid me enough, be I'd leave you in a heartbeat and be next to Skip Bayless. Oh, I know you would. Way. I know you would. You already said it. We, we did, remember about six months ago when he was like, Bonte, are you going to leave me? Are you going to leave me? And I was like, what are you talking about? Well, no, Shasky's about that dollar bill. He'll sell his soul. And you know what? We'll say bye-bye. Have fun with Skip. <laughs> hey, that one check would hit, it'd be like 10 years at Odyssey. <laughs> Don't do that right now. It's not the place to I do know. Nor the time. Bad timing, Shasky. Don't, no, don't talk about that. Yeah, don't talk about that. Well... Where does this Cowboys I'm rank out. for RJ and Sean? <laughs> I can't get enough guru. R- RJ and Sean, 105.3 to fan in Dallas. Uh, They've been Cowboy fans for about, what, six years? I mean, he says he's been there 12 years. Okay, well, where does this loss rank for them? First home loss in nearly two years. They gave it the most points in the history of their franchise in the postseason. They are the first team to lose to a number seven seed since the NFL started the newer bracket. And it was a 2021 or something. And Ed Warder had the note, but first team to win 12 games three years in a row. And never reach a conference championship. That's that that's the tough one. Like that's cows the tough lose, one to take. Cows stink. Cows lose, cows stink. Where where's this one? Amongst the playoff losses that you have experienced. We've been together 12, 13 years. You've been here longer than me. Everyone talks about 07. Jerry Jones yesterday with no answers. Like, he couldn't even... He just sat there like a dead body answering questions. And he's like, I can't comment on the game. I just... I can't comment on the game. And I haven't put one second in the future of Mike, which is, we all know, a total bunch of BS. But where is this one? He told Mike McCarthy, we'll see how the playoffs work after they were the number one team in the NFC East. And he goes out there. And he goes out there. And they play like that. The first drive, they committed like three penalties. I'm like, what are you? How are you not buttoned up? It was third and seven. They jumped offsides <laughs> and it made it third and two. And it was like, oh, well, they're scoring here. Um, you know, and, and the, the best part is you've been here, what, 12 years? He's like, yeah, where does this loss rank? Like, could you imagine asking a 14 year old, hey, where does, where does that warrior loss rank in your life? Right. The hell does that 14 year old, and I love you, 14 year olds. I coach tons of you out there. But what the hell do they know? It's pretty wild. It is pretty Dallas, wild. Dallas, that's what you have representing you? It is pretty wild. I'm just going to read something real quick with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Because they're... Are you more happy that the Cowboys are out? No, I wanted to play the Cowboys in NFC title game. <laughs> I wanted to play them. Because you have no I, fear. No, nobody fears Dak. Nobody fears McCarthy. Look at their last 12 playoff appearances. Give it to me. Go back to 96. Lost the divisional round. 98, lost to the wild card. 
99, you lost in the wild card. 03, you lost in the wild card. 06, you lost in the wild card. Wow. 07, you had home field advantage. You hosted the New York Giants. You lost in the divisional round. 09, you lost again in the divisional round. Jesus. 2014, you lost in the divisional round. 2016, I think they had a home field advantage in, or they had the number two seed. You lost in the divisional round. 2018, you lost in the divisional round. Gosh. 2021, you lost in the wild card to the 49ers. And, of course, last season, you lost to the Niners in the second round here at Levi Stadium. This year, you don't even make it out of the wild card. They haven't been to the NFC title game since 1995. I lost. I'm out. It's kind of... It's, it's it's unbelievable. I feel like the Yankees and the Cowboys have entered this zone of you were great a long time ago, but the majority of people that are in their 20s don't remember any of your greatness. Well, at least the Yankees won in what? 09. Last time they won was 09 yeah. against the Phillies. At least they've been to the ALCS. 08, 09, the Phillies won. At least they've been to the ALCS. These guys can't even get to the title game. I mean, is that really that big of an accomplishment in the AL? I guess, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. At least you're like one step away from the World yeah, Series. That's true. Did they play the Game 7 in the ALCS? But I look at some of those iconic brands from the 80s, 90s, and I guess the Niners, to a degree, fall into this same bucket. Like the Celtics, the Cowboys, the Yankees. You were good. 30 years ago or more. Yep. And so a lot of like the current modern fans that are out there or being formulated as fans now, they don't remember any of your greatness. No, they have no greatness. I mean, their greatness is in a regular season. And they had won 16 straight home games. Like if I said this to, to Matt Steinmetz, he would probably, his head would explode. But since the turn of the century, the Miami Heat have been a more successful franchise than the Boston Celtics. Oh, it's not even close. But but I know like the old heads are like, whoa, they're the Celtics. No, it's not close. Right? It's not close. The Celtics have won NBA championships since 1986. Well, since the turn of the century, <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles have been a wildly more successful team oh, that's a big, than oh, the Cowboys. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Houston Texans have more playoff wins that's crazy. than the Dallas Cowboys. I looked this up. If that's I'm just crazy. off the top of my head, they've won those AFC South First game of the weekend, wild card games for years. But are we in a position to laugh even though our team hasn't won a Super Bowl? Yes, we are. We can laugh. We've won some mega games. But we we can laugh. We can laugh. We've at been to two Super Bowls because they get all the attention. Since they spend all the money. Yeah, they've got the MVP and Dak Prescott. They got the best receiver in CD Lamb. This is what they player. say. Best defensive player, Michael Parsons. That's the other thing. Get Michael Parsons' podcast out. Oh, we go see them again. We're going to see the Niners again. He's had so much to say, and he's come up short in all these playoff sure. games. And you know what? Dallas is going to end up paying him. Well, did you see all the free agents they have? Yes. I mean, they have got like 13 important free agents up for this year. Oh, they're cooked. They're cooked. New coach, new D coordinator, new offense coordinator, probably a new quarterback coming. And you know what? The surge of the commanders, because that's happening. The surge of the New York Giants with Dayball, that's happening. Let me ask you, now that we're here, you brought up the commanders. Um, you referenced Sean Lynch earlier today. Yeah, Texans five playoff wins, Cowboys four. That's incredible. Since 02. Martin Mayhew left. Uh, Ron Cathard. Cathard. Carthon. 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 Thank you. I always mispronounce that. And then now Adam Peters has left the 49ers. Hard for me to disseminate how much a guy has when it yeah. comes to influence and things like that um, in that front office. It's always difficult. Like, who was the guy that pounded the table for Bosa? Who was the guy that pounded the table for Trey Lance? Like, you're talking about polar opposite picks in terms of impact. Um, is it a big loss that they've lost Adam Peters? Or will uh, time tell? I don't know. Time will tell. 
Because, you know, you read some articles and they say, well, Adam Peters is responsible for the picks of Drake Relaw, George Kittle, and Talanoa Hufaka. So we we shall see. Ty, Ty will tell. Ty will tell. Adam Peters also helped the Patriots and the Broncos win some Super Bowls. Ty will tell. Apparently, he was a big shot because the Niners kept trying to give him promotions to give him new titles, mm-hmm. give him more money, and now kind of reached that ceiling, right? Because John Lynch is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Shanahan's not going anywhere. So... I guess Adam Peters, man, a lot of people said it was a huge loss. I don't know because I don't know the inner workers in their draft right? room. Is he the head of scouting? Is he the guy scouting with John Lynch? Well, haven't they earned the benefit of the doubt, uh, the 49ers, when it comes to replenishing important people in the building? Yep. Mike McDaniel's loss. It feels like they've replenished that. No doubt. And whether that's, you know, uh, Slowick or, or any of these right. guys who also left. Um, Lafleur, uh, the younger Lafleur, had left, and and he left with Sala. They've replaced Sala with D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's leaves. Then they replace him with Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes get head coaching interviews. Now I don't know if he'll get a head coaching job, but they've done a really good job replenishing people. We referenced Martin Mayhew and uh, right. Ron who left. So I don't know. I, I I feel like they've earned the benefit of the doubt that they, they can find replacements. And they as long have. as Shanahan's in place, and as long as John Lynch is in place, I believe that they will find some way to keep the thing moving. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about that right now when it comes to Adam Peters in drafting or whatnot. Niners are in a good spot right now. Now, time will tell. Again, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But the coaching staff is in place. Shanahan's in place. The two most important members to me is John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Totally agree. And unless they leave, those guys are they seem like they're great to work for. It seems like they're great to work with. Like Mike McDaniel left with Miami. Slowick is now in Houston mm-hmm. calling plays. Shanahan, he may have had his most explosive offense this season. Well, I think one of my big takeaways as I watch all the games this weekend, you referenced the offensive-defensive line play. Undeniable. But I had two takeaways when it comes to head coach. Having your team prepared and ready to play, whether it be at home or on the road, because we talked about Dallas, just they just didn't look like they were ready to play. The other thing is... In-game adjustments and creativity based on the opponent. When we talk about Harbaugh getting a job, one thing he was great at with the 49ers, second-half adjustments, and then preparing in a short week to face an unbelievable playoff Mm -hmm. opponent who's probably got excellent players and a great coaching staff. He did a great job of that. Shanahan has, you referenced this, won how many playoff games where he's had the lesser quarterback? Yep, many. Many, many. Okay, done a great job game planning on long, uh, you know, time off and in short weeks where he doesn't have a lot to prepare for. I expect this week Shanahan to be in his bag. He should know the offense that he's going up against because him and Lafleur have a ton of of obviously familiarity, and they faced Green Bay many times, four different times they faced him in the last couple of years. They're four and zero. I I have a really good feel about what they're going to see right now as we hyped up McDaniel's and what they do. I saw nothing creative from the Miami Dolphins in that game. No, and the cold really did them in the yeah. motions and everything like that. Uh. Real quick on Adam Peters, the guy they keep talking about here. I was reading about this over the weekend. Uh, the Niners apparently like to promote within. Give it to me. Tariq Ahmad, director of college scouting. Never heard of he him. He may be the guy. Okay. Yeah, I never heard of him until okay. recently. But apparently he's been at the pressers okay. with Adam Peters. He's been next to Adam Peters. And then, then R.J. Gillen, director of pro scouting. So those guys, they get a bump here. Okay. Those are two guys to look at within the 49ers organization. But when you talk about creativity, <clears throat> maybe you can't get creative. Because Tua, Tua took a Vailoa. And I was listening to Rex Ryan over the weekend and Alex Smith. And look, Tua did lead the league in passing yards. 
He has to anticipate. It's a lot of scheming, but Tua was fine this year. But they made they said the next evolution for him is how can he extend plays? You look at these quarterbacks here. Jordan Love extending plays, throwing off the back foot. You look at Dak Prescott trying to extend plays. Couldn't do it, right? Stafford. Stafford was extending plays and throwing dives. <laughs> Stafford was really good yesterday. CJ Stroud extending yeah. plays, making things happen. Yeah. With Joe Flacco trying to extend plays, what did he do? Yeah. Throw a couple pick sixes. Uh, you look at that night game with Mahomes. Extending plays. Mahomes is so, an all-timer. So your quarterback, when it comes to creativity as well, you also need a quarterback to be able to extend plays. That's where Brock Purdy comes into play. He's done a great job in this system where Jimmy couldn't do it. It felt like if Jimmy's first couple reads wasn't there, one, two, three, panic, panic, panic. Yeah. Brock Purdy, one, two, three, okay, now the play starts. Where do I reset my feet? Where do I get out the pocket and reset my feet? Extending plays at this time of the season is a, it's very important for a team to continue to get first downs and extend drives. And that's one thing Jordan Love, he did an excellent job at uh, yesterday against Dallas. Extending plays. Where you look on the flip side, Dak Prescott, who's the second team all pro member, think about that. He was second team all pro this year. And he extended plays, and it was an absolute disaster for him. No doubt. The only area I do get a little worried because he is excellent at it, but. I felt like as toward the end of the season, and you're playing tougher opponents, but I guess in particular that Baltimore game, and maybe it was just an off day. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to go crazy about it, but when he did extend plays, he then threw back into trouble. Yeah, and 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 I just think that when you do that in the playoffs in a one game scenario, you can find yourself yep. in some trouble. Yep. So. Yes, I love that he can extend plays, but he needs to be smart with, you know, throwing back into the middle of the field. And he, and I thought that, you know, like, I think most people in their mind, they're going to think of that Kittle play where it went off the shoulder pads, and Kittle probably should come up with that. That's a tough play. He's done that a few times to Debo, thrown back, and I right. back over to the middle of the field. Those are just, by nature, dangerous throws. Trey Aikman always says it. <clears throat> in these big games, who's not going to make the mistake? Exactly. Dak made the mistake. Flacco made the mistake. Two of eight mistakes. You know, Stafford, and that was just a good-ass football game yesterday. Oh, fun, that was I thought, you know, fun game. Go on, thinking about the Rams game, and we're going to play some Jerry Jones down in a second here. Wait, Jerry talked? Jerry talked after oh, the game. Good. It was great. I thought McVay, he was very unlike McVay in two critical areas. <laughs> the end of the first half, they had three timeouts. Now, I get it. They're inside their 10-yard line, but you're down 21-17. You know you get the ball. To start the second half. And you haven't gotten three any timeouts. stops. You haven't gotten any stops. And it conceded the last minute and three seconds at the end of the first half. It's like, what's going on with McVay? Last possession. <clears throat> you have one timeout left. I know it's 4-14. to 14. That's tough to get. Mm -hmm. The percentages are low. Mm -hmm. But you got to go for it. Instead, he putted. And he never saw the ball again. And I was like, wow, McVay. He's just the aggressive I thought he was unlike McVay yesterday. I thought he may have lost the game in some critical areas. And, of course, the red zone. Bid, but, bid but don't break. Three red zone opportunities. You don't score. You got to settle for three. So why does that make you think of Shanahan? Because Shanahan needs to look at that and say, you know what? I got to put my balls on the table, and I got to go all in. In that situation, I got to double up. If I got three timeouts, uh -huh. and I've got all these weapons on offense, I at least I think, you know what? We can get 50 yards, get in the field goal range at least, and attempt the field goal. 
You can't concede possessions yeah. in the playoffs. You got to maximize every single possession, maximize every single play. Dario Sarge for the Warriors uh, last Friday night was talking about every possession we need to be on a mission. Yeah. And that's playoff football. Every possession you need to be on a mission to maximize it. I saw the Texans do that all Saturday night, all Saturday afternoon. They maximized every single possession to try to get points or put themselves in position to get points. No, I, I think you're spot on. I mean, the thing that you... When you bring up timeouts before the end of the half, what I think of is you and me screaming at each other before the Super Bowl, yeah. uh, before halftime of the Super Bowl when oh they were my facing the homes. Still drives me crazy. Well, I just I, I I felt like you know in in the moment I understood not being aggressive, right. and the irony was Jimmy might have made his best throw right. ever to Kittle that got called back for an OPI. Right. But but even Lynch was in the, the booth. booth saying, time out, call time, time out, time out. out. You got to especially when you look at the other side. It's an interesting point. I, I know that. Damn, we can't. Now they end up stopping Detroit in the second half, yes. and they end up limiting them to three points. But you waste a possession there, knowing you had an opportunity to double up. Yeah. You imagine they get a field goal there, and then you get a field goal after well, halftime. Now you're in the lead. Well, and, and and let's take it a step further. 33 year old quarterback who's played in the league for over a decade right. calls a timeout on the first possession out of half, and you're wasting one of these. It's a playoff game. Take the five yards, and they ended up punting on that yep. on that drive. Take the five yards. That's one thing that they have to do in the second half of a game. Is like, hey, if the clay clock coming down, unless it is the most crucial possession on the planet, just take the five yards. The five yards is not worth the timeout, which stops the clock, clock in medicine. my estimation. Yeah, no. Third and 11, take third and 16, game. the odds of getting the first down is pretty slow. Exactly. You know, so... Uh, Clock management, huge for Shanahan. I agree. At times earlier this year, the Seattle game we think about, the end of the first half clock management was not good. No. So Shanahan's got to be better at clock management, especially down the street. I thought he was really good early on in the season. Yes. There's a couple times where I'm like, oh, about that. Well, the, the other area that I think we're you know all afraid of, just because of, you know, like I brought it up yesterday, and and I was down at uh, at Jefferson High School watching everybody play flag football, my nephews and stuff. And it's like you bring up special teams, 49ers playoffs. You get Ray Worshing, you get Mike Kofer, mm -hmm. you get Kyle Williams. You get a lot of people worried. And when I look at this return game with Ray Ray McLeod, who has been dinged up this year, and I see Ronnie Bell, I look at Jake Moody. I do believe, with the weather being a factor, oh. as we look at it now, I do believe we are not going to talk enough special teams leading up to the game. Nah, and you know what's going to factor in. No, nah, special teams is huge. I mean, Green Bay had three punts inside the 10. That's huge flip and field position. Absolutely. So you got to be buttoned up in special teams. We know better than everybody. Spe and LaFleur and them, though, they fixed their special teams after that playoff yep. game in 2021 when the Niners went to Green Bay and blocked the punt mm -hmm. and blocked the field goal. Uh, who is it? Rich Pashashio is now the special teams coordinator well, who's walking in the hallway saying, how about them Cowboys? Uh, Jordan Willis was the one who made the block. Yep. and Hufanga? Hufanga. <laughs> Not Hufanga? Not Hufanga? Hufanga? How about you want to hear from Jerry Jones? You want to laugh a little bit? I do want to hear from Jerry Jones. And also, can you promise me, I want to do an exercise. You're not allowed to Google it. I want to go through the history of Niners Packers. Oh, yeah. And I want to I want to show people how much of a brainiac you are when it comes to the history of the 49ers and the playoffs. No notes, no Googling, no nothing. I'm going to rattle off each of the games, the 10 times they've played, and I want Bontes, his, his little summary of each game. We're yeah, going to do that at some point today. Yeah, we'll do that at some point. All right. Jerry Jones. Give it to me. How the Cowboys getting dismantled by the Green Bay Packers. Our answers for how and why uh, we didn't uh, 
do what we wanted tonight. Uh, I say this to our fans, uh, how much you deserve uh, us to not have uh, this ending. I certainly, in no way, have spent any of my time over the last three hours asking how and why. <laughs> what I'm zeroed in on is the fact that uh, I thought we were in a position, everybody in this room thought we were in a position to advance this thing in the playoffs and maybe uh, get as far as our dreams uh, might take us. Uh, we didn't do it. I don't have any thoughts about the reasons why or anything to do with the coaching, anything to do about the players. I want to give uh, Green Bay a lot of uh, uh, compliments and uh, credit. Uh, and uh, uh, this is uh, one of my most surprises <laughs> since I've been involved in sport, period. So this is uh, uh, that degree. I know how disappointed everybody is. <laughs> how much I, Johnny Walker blew did that guy consume man, last night? Man, what a sad individual. And it couldn't happen to a better human being. I'll never root old. for Jerry Jones. I'll never root for him. Do you have any empathy? Absolutely none. At all? Even a little? None. None whatsoever after what he did to Jimmy Johnson. And look, it was the best thing to happen for us 49er fans. Now, I know they won the one Super Bowl with Barry Switzer, but they've done nothing since then. J- Dave Jimmy Campo. Went crazy at halftime. Right. Dave Campo. Oh, come on. Parcells when he was a lot older. The Jason Garrett era. <laughs> Get him off my television. Wade Phillips. Jesus. Wade Phillips. The you other know, guy who needs to go off the TV, Tony Dungy. God, I love you, Tony. Tony's, Tony, you're doing nothing for anyone. Just just you, exit stage left. I'm if he's going to join us on the Boxer Girls and Guest Line at 8.30. We'll kiss Tony Dungy's ass. Then. We can't, we doc, can't rip doc. on Tony with Ahmed. No, Doc, Doc, Tony, I love you. I mean, this is the National Football League, and you have to block and tackle. Wow, that's <laughs> profound. Holy moly. But you know what? He was cold, man. You see Arrowhead Stadium, my boy looked miserable. Miserable. The worst broadcast ever, Tony Dungy, Jason uh, Garrett. Here we go. <laughs> Jason Garrett. Hey, what do you know about that Cowboys? <laughs> dude, dude, the Cowboys, is, he knows the Cowboys inside and out. And they asked him, so what is Jerry Jones thinking right now? And he gave us the most generic answer whatsoever. And Chris Sims comes right in. Oh, Mike McCarthy's done. No, 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 no. I love it's Chris like, Sims for that. Hey, come on, man. Come on, Jason. I actually think Jason has some potential. As I what? Do. Jason Garrett? I don't know, man. His smile gets me, man. I don't know what it is yeah, about him, man. He can be a part of the production his smile team. Gets his smile gets like, you. He looks like a robot. Oh, Maria, you know. Is he money with a smirk? <laughs> oh, Maria, you know. When you come down to these games here. What know. big game has he ever won? <laughs> None. That's what, that, Let me tell you how to choke. Like, if that's what I wanted, it's the same thing when they go to referees. If I wanted horrific officiating opinions, I would tune in for that. I don't tune in to hear the officials who Free. made a mistake and then an ex-official who made a ton of mistakes explain why everyone is wrong on this particular play except the officials. Oh, man. Right? Am I wrong? That roughing call on Patrick Mahomes late in that game, the game was probably over And he's like, you know what? You just can't push him there. It's like, please, dude. Absurd. One of the worst calls I've ever seen. LeBron thinks that Patrick Mahomes gets too many calls. Well, no. Patrick Mahomes never gets any calls. He got that call. That was a good call. How about his helmet getting cracked? I've never seen it that that blatant. Because of the cold? That was was incredible. Because of the cold? It was incredible. 
And then he didn't miss a play, and everyone's losing their minds. He didn't miss a play. You have to take one playoff. Dog, that game wasn't coming down to one play. All right, so Jerry Mock Reed's back on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're going to talk some Warriors in a little bit. Absolutely incredible. 888-957-9570. We're smoking at that Cowboys pack. Jerry Jones being miserable on MLK Jr. Day. (laughs) How is he observing? (laughs) I, I sat there just, I was stunned. And then afterwards, just looking at all the memes, a sad cowboy fan. Like, Des Bryant, did you see his video before the game? I know, I did. And did you know what? Him and Guru, they're hurt. <laughs> it's time for the injury report. Really hurt. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. I feel like uh, Michael Jordan in the last dance doc when he said, the glove, Gary Payton, the glove. <laughs> And I'm sitting here, you the Cowboys? To, you have to hold the iPad the way that he did as okay, he's laughing. Let me hold my computer. Yeah. The Cowboys? Lost <laughs> to the Packers? The Cowboys? But when you've been they a Cowboy fan for 11 years, I can understand the pain. All 11 years of your 45-year existence. Oh, Cowboy fans are down bad, man. They are down bad. So are the Memphis Grizzlies. No John Morant. He's out for the season. Where is John? Wait, the whole season? The whole season. He had surgery to repair a labrum tear in his right shoulder. I missed that. Wow. Yeah, you did miss it. They were playing some good ball. They just blown out the Lakers at Crypto.com Arena. The Lakers stink right now. What a lost uh, season. Yeah, what a lost season. Lakers. And then Desmond Bain suffered a grade three ankle sprain. I guess the Clippers over the weekend, he's out for at least six weeks. That guy has the best biceps in the league right now. The T-Rex arms, right? Dude, he's his he's arms rocked are up. humongous. He's rocked up. He should be in the next Rocky film. Uh, he should be. That would be great. Nick Cree 4. Um, the injury report brought to you by Boxer Girls in Northern California's Prewear Workers' Compensation Law Firm helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. The Cowboys, man. Oh, they're the gift that keeps on giving. It is a Warriors game day. Trayvon Green is back. Brought to you by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network made for streaming live sports. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.